Hello and welcome back to the Supernova Gaming Podcast. My name's Luke and as per usual I'm with my co-host Pietro. Hello. And we've got a new member with Special us today. Guest. Special guest. Permanent guest. Permanent guest. New host, Jordan oh, Greenwood. Yes. Hello. So he guested with us probably 20 episodes back, I bet. A long time ago. Not 20, 10 maybe, 10, 15 episodes back. And we thought, you know, it's a we've been going a year. Probably get a new member. We've been trying to get Jordan for a while now, haven't we? He's a busy man. It's hard to get hold of. Yeah, I had to make you contact my agent and everything. It was <laughs> yeah. a long and difficult process. Well, he, he signed his contract. He's signed in for a year. <laughs> but we might three month probation him. But that wasn't yeah. in the contract, so you can't do that. Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll see. There's we'll no see. going back now. You're stuck. <laughs> right. So yeah. So Jordan's joined us. So hopefully he can make permanent host every week now. Absolutely. You hope. It's in my contract. <laughs> He's got no choice. If you don't turn up, you're fired. Mm. <laughs> Game over. Lawsuit. So yeah, um, so yeah John's going to be doing hosting. Like We've discussed some other plans, what we're doing in year two, considering this is technically an anniversary podcast as of this week. So we've been going an entire year, which has been good. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Like, when you think about it, like we start, we just discussed it over Christmas. So like, what should we do? Should we just do something? I think it was kind of funny that it kicked off, really, wasn't it? Because like, when I, I generally leaving, mm. I think it was like the last episode of Beyond was like I text you after it. And I was like, should we, should we actually finally do something? Yeah. So yeah, I've been going a year, so we thought getting Jordan in, like we've gamed with Jordan for the since we were little. Yeah, since we can really like, since, like remember seven, more, right? Little noobs, little noobs. I think it's since we can like sort of multiplayer gaming was really yeah a big thing really. Like maybe we played some COD three in like Deacons, like when we were sort of like really young. But like ever since like teenage yeah like teenage gaming we've been with Jordan, so it's only really appropriate that we joined us in. Our we're quite ex- uh, PlayStation biased, weren't we? We, we are. We knew we've, that. We thought if we get Jordan in, like he'll have some balance. So yeah, we'll balance it. Up. Bring balance to the force. He'll, pro- <laughs> he'll probably put some challenge up to any statements we say, like, yeah. rather than just agreeing with each other. So yeah, anybody agree with each other? Yes, yes, we, that's we do. Correct. We're like your we're, opinion is right. Luke, yes, 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 well done. So hopefully now Jordan can put something. Extra yeah. in for us, we hope. Andy covers the PC base. Andy's more of an Xbox than us. Mm. No pressure. No pressure. Jordan. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> going up against two Sony fanboys. Yeah, <laughs> Not to worry. But anyway, so going forward, we're going to start doing segments. So our first segments will be announcements. So what's happened in the past two weeks whilst I've been away. And I think the biggest thing, apart from Jordan joining, is Lego The Force Awakens has been announced. And I can't freaking wait for this because <laughs> this was announced during my week of Platinum Two Lego games. Yeah. <laughs> so thoughts and opinions, people. Um. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played any other Lego games apart from the Lego Star Wars, the, the old ones. And yeah. they weren't great, were they? No. Um. There was like, when they first sort of started making Lego games. Right? Well, I saw them, and they said like, Lego Star Wars, the game, was their first like franchise right. game. So yeah. it's like. The first time they ever touched a franchise in Lego video game form was Star Wars. Mm. So now the fact they're getting to get back to it is amazing. And I, I saw footage of Vader stepping off his platform when he first gets put into a suit, and it's absolutely terrible what it used to look oh, like. Really? Yeah, it looks bloody awful. <laughs> uh, personally, I can't wait for this. I think this is going to be wicked. Like, yeah. Well, we all liked the new movie, didn't we? So. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. We're going to talk about that later. So it's good they're doing a game. Yeah, and I think again, this comes this comes from Brandon Jones. He was saying that like. The playset of Disney Infinity, because it came out before the film, was very vague. Like they missed a lot of scenes, and like the whole scene with Ren and Kylo at the end was very different. Like so. Disney Infinity. 
Yeah, because because it came out before the film, it couldn't really oh, be okay. like yeah. spoil this. Where I feel this can really delve into a lot of things. I mean, this will just follow the movie plot exactly. I presume. Yeah, and they said they're going to try and tie in six to seven. Oh, what okay. happened in between? Really? So That'd like, cool. so like, I think they've called an episode "The Phantom Limb," which is I think is a reference to Metal Gear as well, about how C-3PO got the red arm. Oh, okay. So they're going to do that in like a Lego <laughs> game. So there's going to be some connection between six and seven. I don't know who the hell was writing that because yeah. I don't I don't see the writing stuff for Star Wars eight and nine breaking off for a couple of weeks to write some. They might do. Yeah, they might do. They might take it serious enough to do that. Like the epic tale of how C three PO got a <laughs> red arm. Well, like I'm gonna go for a Metal Gear top part here. So Hideo Kojima has been with JJ Abrams quite a while. Yeah. Like they've always kind of known each other, I think, and. There were some recent photos of them signing like each other's stuff. So you got like signed Star Wars stuff, uh, like Abrams got signed with Metal Gear and all that. And obviously Metal Gear Snake's got the red arm now, mm. and obviously then the C three PO with the red arm. And Do they call it like the Phantom Arm now or something like that. Yeah, it's like the fa- I think it's called the Phantom Limb. Like Phantom Limb. that's the reference to it. Um, but you know when you see Ray walk off of BB eight and the lady pops his head up out of sand. Mm. Um, it says something, doesn't it? I don't know if you. I I didn't. It wasn't reckon, in English. It, was it like, wasn't in English. No, but like, turns out what he's actually saying there is Kojima. Oh really? Yeah. No. Way. No, I, I I didn't tweet watching it. Like I was like, oh maybe for a re- rewatch and pay attention, I'll realise. There's no subtitles, is No, no. But my brother we went to watch it on Valentine's Day again, and he said he noticed it. So there's like some weird quips that like Snake has a red arm, C3PO has a red arm. They've been talking Kojima's names in it. Ah. So there is chances that that whole C three PO thing might have been like a nice like little nod back to Metal Gear. Yeah. We don't, I can't confirm that, but like I think that'd be like quite, yeah. f- quite fun if so. So how they put that in the game? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know how he got it. Like I'm sure like the fact that how he got it is probably not related yeah. to Metal Gear, but no. I think the whole red arm was a nod back to Kojima. That makes sense. Yeah. As as it as it was a Star Wars game, that was the radio. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, as it as a game, I, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna plant it. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I've just finished. Is it co op, the Lego games? Generally? All of them. All yeah, of them, yeah, yeah, all of them are multiplayer. Well, at least two player, normally. Cause that's what... Is that online co op? Yes. Ooh. So we could do some. We could do some. If Jordan brought PS4, we could do some. No, I'll just play on my own. It's fine. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. No, I, I think it's going to be good. I, I like the look of the characters. I thought the trailer for it, both of you have seen. Uh, I've seen it. I'm not going to lie. Have I you started not? watching the trailer and I started carrying on scrolling. I was excited, but you know, I've seen well, the Star Wars trailers, yeah. and Lego form. Yeah. yeah, but like, I thought yeah, the fact that, like, totally, yeah. no, but I thought the announcement trailer of the Lego game was done really well because it was a re- remake of the original Star Wars Episode Seven. Trailer. Yeah, that's what I mean. It. Like, it was like really well done. I think the jokes are really well done. Like, we're posing the X-wing flying across the lake, and he's trying to get stuff working. The canteen music starts to do, yeah. like, he gets hit in the face by something, and there's obviously the fisherman in the lake that gets blown up by the X-wings flying over, like. You can see how the jokes are going to work, but my only disappointment is the trailer shows what I think Lego games should look like on PS4. Like it looked like the graphics of the characters looked amazing. You think how can Lego look any better than it already does? Mm. But just like they just made it look really good, and then you see some actual screenshots, and I think it's a bit flatter. And you know, that's okay. probably because it's on like seven systems. It's like 3DS, <coughs> Wii U, but the oh, yeah. PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS4, and you're like, it could probably look better if they didn't do all that. Yeah. I think that's the case with all games though, isn't it? Like yeah. when they go cross platform they always lose a bit of quality than to what you kind of anticipate in the trailers. Mm-hmm. It's always like the cons- console specific games that are the best. 
I think. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think it was on that like, 3DS. So I imagine that's not going to be. That's not going to be like no. its own version. No, it? but like I still think the like PS3 360 is going to yeah, be holding it back. They will hold it back a bit. Because I mean, his logo. They're gone now. Be gone with them. Yeah. Yeah, be gone. Like it's been like two, three years now. Yeah. Like, let's just stop going back to it. Like. We bought the new consoles because we want like fancy <laughs> games. Yeah. We can't even get them. No. <laughs> like to this day, I think the Order in eighteen eighty six is the best looking game on any of the platforms. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good looking game. Like I just, I just couldn't believe that game. I know it's, 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 it's widescreen. I don't know if that's sixteen by nine or. I don't yeah. think it was native. I, th- I literally think they just put black bars over the top. <laughs> just, the but there is, actually, there is actually something there. Now it's in widescreen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because like, the Evil Within did that as well, didn't it? The Evil Within went oh, for a widescreen approach. Yeah. Which I'm not a fan of, but like I think that it does have a good cinematic feel. Though. Oh yeah, the game, the game looking feels great. But I think like like every game, just I think they just need to do it to the PS3 now. I think it's time for it to end. I mean, you go into your local game store, they're the only PS3 section I can see in our local game store is pre-owned. Oh yeah, there's not really a chart anymore. A little shelf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might like you might get like top five. Well, they're saying that they had PS2 games and they the, the other they day. did. They were like forty-five <laughs> pin. You brought a bunch. Was they in a bin? <laughs> they were quite literally bin. like literally like a cardboard bin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And of course he he just like went through, got everything, didn't he? Ninety-nine <laughs> p bargain, and he can't even play it. But <laughs> even ninety-three got to be done. Yeah. But anyway, like, I think Star Wars: Force Awakens is going to be great. I mean, I've not played a, a Lego game in, since the first Lego trilogy, so yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, yeah. like, if you look at my desk, like, I got the Lego X-wing, and the fact you're going to see that in like a game is going to be pretty cool. Like, I've got the Hawkbuster over here, and seeing that in like Lego Avengers was like, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I've got that. So like, that's kind of quite nice as well. Mm. But Either way, Lego Force Awakens, I think that's got a thumbs up from all of us. Yeah. 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 Cool. Right. So, we're going to talk news. Um, we tried to look for some news, and there wasn't actually that much going on, really. There's <laughs> not, nothing going it's on. It's going to early start, like, quite a bad start to the year, I think. The not... world of gaming is currently like a barren wasteland. <laughs> yeah. All I the th- games that we like, were talking about last time have all come out now. Yeah, yeah like, I don't, I don't know what I'm like. I don't know many games that have really got a solid set date for this year. So there's not much news around them. Like, no. There's a lot, a lot. Most of the news is like shit's been delayed or like pushed back. So I don't really know what to say. But I think one of the big things that influences podcast has gone. This is the only news I can really find. And I think the biggest thing that's happened recently in the gaming industry is game traders closure. Mm. And that's I, I was gutted when I found out. Like, I woke up in like the middle of the night and just thought oh, I'm not going to get back to sleep. I scroll through Twitter. That's how I found out. I'm like, yeah. That was, I don't know, like, not that there's a good way to find out, but I thought that was a pretty shit way to find out. Then I text you and, like, I just, could, I just couldn't believe it. I still yeah. don't, like... I don't know if you ever really watch game trailers or follow game trailers, Jordan. Mm, not massively. But we, no, we, it, it sounds like it was a very big deal to you, too. It was. Well, like, it was, because, like, I, I remember, I don't, know if it, I don't know when it was. I don't know if it was at, when it was at, like, year 10-ish at school together, or even early in that. Me and you used to watch Invisible Walls, which is... Which podcast? It was, was it their first proper podcast? Because Shane so, Satterfield yeah. said yeah. it, didn't he? You have to watch Sifted's latest Game Face. Yeah, because he talks the entire history of um, Game. game he did a lot of what Brandon Jones n- yeah. did do. So they, they were shut down by Defy Media. Um, on the like, they literally went in on like a Monday and told they were shutting down at the end of the day. Yeah, they didn't get any notice or nothing. Like I think that's really shitty of Defy fair enough Defy I don't want to invest any money into them but I think they could have done that in a better way um, I don't see why they were really shut down apart from oh we don't want to invest in you anymore 
that seems a bit shitty. Mm. And I think I think it was really like quite sad. Like, I watched their like final stream and like Brandon Jones teared up a bit. Yeah. Uh, but all I can hope for is something to kind of come like kind of funny. Really. Yeah, they need to do something. I'm like, sure didn't you say Sifted have offered? Yeah, well, Shane Satterfield at Sifted said he'll happily give more jobs at Sifted if he can get enough like subscribers to his site and get enough income. Yeah, because there's, there's only like eight or nine of them, isn't there? They're not. Like, there's about bit. fourteen. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay, so I think that, but I think like, what they would probably do is take on the most well-known people probably. first, like get Brandon and Kyle. Yeah. Like over. But yeah, I thought that was really sad. Like, I'm not going to go too much into it, but. I can certainly say they're the people that have been probably the most dominant in gaming news for like a long time. They're the main. They did like their own original content as well, which is like quite rare almost nowadays. Like a lot of people. It's not just like them presenting news; they do shows and. Yeah, like mandatory update. There was nothing really like mandatory update where it was two people kind of. You must have seen mandatory update, Jordan. You probably recognise it. Yeah, they 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 kind of like basically took the piss out of news, didn't they? Yeah. Like, but in like a, I don't know. It was kind of cringy, but. Also good. Yeah. It was like a weird. Oh, yeah, great humor. Yes, yeah. definitely Jordan's kind of humor. Oh yeah, like definitely. Show. Like Ian Hink is like, he's okay, a bit like Jordan. He's kind of like Jordan. He is kind of like, like actually. Yeah. I don't want to say looks on the dark side of life, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like he's he's, he's not a the pessimist. Yeah, he's not got the most optimistic outlook on life. I am full of optimism <laughs> and joy. I never see the negative in things. <laughs> but yeah, they were great, and they they were, I think they were dearly missed. But all we yeah. can say is I hope they come back soon. Mm. Right. Now we're going on to our next topic, which is an opinion piece. So, we thought of this just for the podcast, and we're going to go for games that are sort of on the downhill run. Yeah. If that's a good way to put it, I don't know. <laughs> games that are now shit. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. So, we, this topic originated from Halo, really, didn't it? Yeah. So, I think we're all pretty big Halo mega, not mega, I don't know, mega, you're probably a mega fan. I, I would say I used to be a mega fan, like hardcore. Yeah. Used to be like the one game that never used to leave my Xbox. Just play it in all yeah, the time. And like, I, I think the first, my first experience of it was probably like Halo 2 when I was brought on Xbox. Mm. Yeah, that crystal Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I did that that beast. That was a big one, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I remember them. So yeah, Halo 2 I was where I started. I don't think I played that multiplayer at all, really. I think I just kind of played the campaign, maybe some split screen co-op. So I've been a Halo fan since the original. Combat yeah. Evolved days, yeah, where I remember actually getting the Xbox <clears throat> as a present for Christmas, and then playing the campaign. And I was quite young back then, and I was actually scared. <laughs> and when I got to the third level, I had oh, to stop the playing li- the library I because think I was like so terrified of what these things were. Because yeah. I just thought I was playing like humans or like yeah. a cyborg and killing aliens. And the next thing I know. What fuck? There's like <laughs> little parasites everywhere. Oh god! And then it was like that really, you know, like when you're walking through the forest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really dark scene. And I remember once I get past that level, it was like so intense as a game. Like I was just hooked, and then all the others kind of just followed through. I just kind of kept playing them. Yeah, and I think they certainly defined sort of like console multiplayer yeah. FPS games. Like mm. if that's anything, you can kind of say Halo. Yeah, but. And again, we've we've played out. We must played hours of Halo together. Jesus Christ! Like <coughs> mm. that was sort of like, regardless of like any of the game, it's sort of the go-to for some quick multiplayer. Really, like if you want to play a couple of matches, whacking some Halo, it's gonna yeah. you know it's gonna be good. Get in a warthog, do what you want. It's kind of very good for sort of vehicle gameplay if you didn't want something as intense as Battlefield. That's the thing. Like I feel like Halo was the one game that you could, you know, a lot of games they're either good to play on your own, or they're good. To 
like only if you play them with your friends whereas Halo is both yeah, yeah, so I could like go online and just be playing like some Slayer or some SWAT on my own just like racking up kills and just enjoying it and then if you guys come online I'm like right let's go let's do some yeah. big team Slayer let's you know whack out the warthog and just have a laugh yeah definitely I mean I've got I've got certainly some of my probably if I went for fondest gaming memories would be like playing some Halo with you guys in white warthogs and shit like just that alone like just some yeah. water gameplay so you've got someone on the gun someone driving someone yeah, on the yeah. side it's just it's just good fun, isn't it? Like, yeah. Even the time. elephant, I don't know if you yeah. guys have yes. elephant, <laughs> just getting a whole team on an elephant yeah. just driving, man, it was so much Did you fun. ever try and like load the elephant up with vehicles, blow the vehicles up <laughs> and catapult the elephant into the sky? <laughs> yeah. like, no. I remember trying to do that. I think me and Jordan like, might have I done think, that. Yeah. I, I remember doing it with one of you, <laughs> I didn't so that like, was impossible. Yeah, like you could like load it with like all the ghosts from the map, then you like took like a port grenade, all of it would blow up and just send it rocketing to the sky. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've just got great gaming memories of it. And yeah. like came to five and I was like this is when I didn't have Xbox One and I was like oh man five looks good like I, found, I can feel some Halo like then saw Warzone and I was like Christ this looks good like just huge like big team battle but even bigger I was mm. like Christ yeah I'm down for this add some AI into it yeah cool like sounds wicked and all I've heard is like pretty negative like, I've heard really good stuff about them to be fair but then like I've never really had the drive to go play it because it's just and then it just kind of like it was like had this big buzz when it first came out with like IGN and everybody talking about it, and then it just kind of went, yeah, no, no. Mm, I, I really don't actually like it. Really? To be fair, yeah, like um, so when I first started playing the first few matches, I did actually get into it. I've been playing it a bit more like last week as well, but I feel like okay, so say like the AI thing, right? Yeah, it takes away from the actual combat. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's just focusing on like this l- mini boss. Yeah, and it feels a bit. Something. Yeah, they're like these little mini bosses appear. A bit like a bit like they do in Destiny, where there's like an enemy with loads of health, and everybody's got to shoot right. it. Yeah. Um, is this in multiplayer? Yeah, it's yeah. in multiplayer. So there's like two teams, and it's like the first person to like X amount of points, and then killing a boss gets you a lot of points. So would both teams be after the same boss, or would yeah, the they can they can be right. like they're just they're just in one the big map. There's just like okay. there's like mini bosses scattered around. So like the first team to kill the boss gets the points. Okay. Yeah, and That's then they come idea. with their own little ad, like ads. I'm talking like while speak now. Yeah, no, it's like, Yeah, <laughs> they get all their little ads and stuff coming after you and stuff. But just like when I was playing it, I just felt like, oh, I don't feel like I'm. If I wanted to do that, it's like zombies or um, what was it? What they used to Horde. call them? Yeah, you know, stuff like that. That if I wanted that sort of gameplay, yeah. I'd play that game mode. Yeah, I'm playing online because I want to kill some noobs <laughs> and I want to be fighting a boss in the middle of yeah. a multiplayer map. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, I think sometimes when you see a concept, it probably sounds good, but and until you actually play it, you yeah, realise, no. No, it's not, not really worked. And I think the other thing I don't like about it is, again, we discussed this earlier, is the card packs. Like, mm. it just seems a way for them to kind of get, be like, catch up. But I understand, like, all the maps of Halo 5 are free. Great. Like, that's a brilliant idea, because you're not dividing the community anymore. That's, that's a really, really good idea. All more player games, fair enough, do that, and do shitty microtransactions. But the way they handled it was, like, Oh, if you want a scorpion, you've got to get it in a pack. And fair enough, you can get these like points to buy a pack by playing the multiplayer. But the fact that they then sell them, like they, they do different like rarities. So you can buy like, a gold pack that has a better chance of getting good cards out of it. And it's just like, oh, you've used your scorpion card. Now you don't have so it. So there's some multiplayer modes where that doesn't apply, and there would just be a scorpion. Oh, big, in the match. Like, big, big team battle. Okay. Like, but the Warzone is this new like. There was like their debut thing at E3. Like, here's the new Warzone trailer. Like, go play Warzone. But I've had experience of people like spawning, like going, oh, right, we've saved up enough points. I'm gonna buy a sniper, buy a sniper, immediately get killed, 
That's it. You've not oh, got your sniper. Lost your sniper. Lost, lost all your points that you saved up. Yeah. Lost your sniper, and that's it. Game over. Then the worst thing is someone else can just come pick it up. Yeah. So I... it's not like when you die, your weapon goes. Some random person could be camping the spawn, kill you when you spawn of something you've just paid for. Yeah. Like an RPG or really sniper. Bad. So it's like that just doesn't feel right to me. Like, I always like the point of Halo. It's like, oh, you know what? That over like over in this tower, the sniper's going to spawn and over here. The rocket's going to be there. And they'd kind of create like focus points where the, you knew there was going to be a fight, and yeah. that kind of added to yeah. it. Rather than one being able to just randomly spawn of a rocket launcher to take somebody down. So I remember we used to get in a mongoose, like is it on Valhalla? It's like right, let's get in a mongoose because uh, our warthog's not here. We'll just go and steal theirs, mm. and then yeah. you drive into the other base. Like, Quick, get in, get in, get yeah. in. And then you just like drive off with their warthog, and they're like trying to kill you down. That's what I mean. It's all that kind of going out and getting it and stuff like that but the problem is with the new one is like alright okay I died okay let me decide okay I'm going to spawn in a ghost mm. and then you can literally go out in the ghost get destroyed in five minutes you wasted a card it's like I don't know it doesn't feel like the same game anymore it just feels a lot Arcadia like big team battle didn't feel like when I was playing it, it didn't feel like a big yeah. team battle and you know, like the old one, there was all these little fighting areas going on because it was a big team battle, mm. you know. Mm. And in this one, it just feels like... Because of the way it works with these little posts that you got to capture, it doesn't matter, like, where you spawn or whatever because you spawn in the base anyway. Everyone runs to that same point. So you yeah. might as well just play Slayer. Yeah. yeah. If, if anything, Slayer's probably got more variety going on than the big team battles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think the other thing that was really killer for us is that they didn't launch the game with big team battle. Yeah. It came out about two months afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's like big, te- like big team battle was like the game mode that was for like me anyway. The flagship like, game yeah. mode. Like I was never one to really like sort of like one v everybody else. No, it was all about big team battle, weren't it? Yeah, always. And the fact that they didn't even launch the game with that, I was like, that kind of put me is off. Because they were pushing for yeah, they were they were pushing mode. Warzone. Like it wasn't that they hadn't finished it. It was no, ready. They just well, I don't know because they said like big team battle was going to come out with its own dedicated set of maps. Okay, but I feel that like. If anything, Warzone should have come out afterwards. Get people into the gameplay you love. They're introducing new yeah. game mode, not introducing new game mode from the start. But that's the whole point of Halo, isn't it? Like I said before, like so if I wanted to just go on by myself, I know I can go and play SWAT, which is a fast-paced, like, yeah. four versus four, and I know it's fast-paced and it's like a quick game. Is that like my friends to get the headshots? Yeah. yeah. So, so everyone doesn't have, like, a Magnum or a Battle Rifle yeah. or whatever. Yeah, good phone. Um, but then when... Yeah, like you say, when your friends come online, you play a big team battle, and it felt like a big team battle. But even on that, the maps are all like built, so they're still kind of close quarters and stuff. It's not like before we had all these vehicles and yeah. everyone's running to the spawn points for a weapon. And yeah, I, I just feel it's changed way too much. I don't think that's just us sort of growing it started up. Started going down with four, really. Didn't yeah, four. So I think three was the pinnacle when we and used Reach to really, really, really good as well. Yeah, I always forget about Reach because you think the main line, but re- yeah. I think th- three and Reach is where we really, really put some time into yeah. that. Yeah. And then we just kind of curved off for four just because, I don't know, I didn't even bother finishing the campaign for four the first time I tried to play it. Cause no, I, I, I got very staggered. I didn't even finish, I haven't even started Halo 5 properly. I've got two missions. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, like you play three missions as chief the entire game, the rest yeah. of it's a lock. And That's to me, to me, the entire the even though you're like now when you play, you've always got three other Spartans with you. That still doesn't feel like when it used to be like Chief and Cortana. Like it just doesn't feel like that. It, yeah. just, it misses. It's missing something. Like yeah, and they're all like saying like weird quips and stuff. And you're like, but yeah, that's probably that's probably their characters. But like, 
it's not the same one-on-one relationship that like yeah, Chief and Katana had. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's a dead game now, dead in the water. Like, I to be fair, even with the build-up to five, I wasn't that fussed about getting it straight away. I think the thing, the, the thing that really got me with it was like this build-up for five was this whole this epic battle between like Chief and Locke. Yeah. That to me, none of what happened in any of the previous stuff ever happens in the entire game. And I was like, "Are you like taking the piss?" Like, yeah. I'm not going to ruin the ending when you do play it. But like, I like, I assure you now, it's it's incredibly disappointing. Like, it's <laughs> to me, it was it's just it's, so was four though. Yeah, but like this, like four at least had something there. Like, but five, it, it's it was almost like this game is literally built to set up the next game. Like, yeah. this is the entire campaign probably could have been cut into like missions in six. Like, that's how I felt about it. Yeah. But we kind of discussed other games that were sort of on this sort of path. And the ones we thought of were like Call of Duty and almost Battlefield. Yeah. Battlefield Hardline. Oh, we'll go to like, I don't think any of us picked that up. I mean, I was in the beta. Did you play the beta? Yeah, I played the beta. But I like, played the beta. Like, this whole Cops vs. Robbers thing was like, it seemed like a good idea. But it was far too similar to like Battlefield 4, which yeah. I eventually weaned off anyway. Like, and then Call of Duty, we've all come off it. Probably. Right. I don't know if that. This is my. Biggest problem with Call of Duty now. Yeah. Okay, so like I played it like a few weeks ago. What's Black Ops 3? Uh, yeah, and I liked, like, okay, so I'm going to say, like, the best cards were probably, like, from Modern Warfare, the original, up until, like, Black Ops 2, I'm going to say. And even then, Black Ops 2 for me was. I hate Black Ops. It was already 2. too far gone. Yeah, yeah, right? I agree. Now, Call of Duty has always been an arcade style. Yeah. Shooter, you've got your loadouts, you go, you just run around. It's just very you quick, can die it? after five seconds in respawning, which is something that don't really happen in games like Halo or Battlefield, yeah, right? It's I think it's so quick but that it doesn't matter, does it? it it's set up like that, but it had a good setup, you know, people had their favourite guns and stuff. Whereas now, like playing the newest one, it is too fast. It's like, oh, we've got this arcade game, let's make it even faster. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was getting, I was still getting good like KD ratios and stuff, but I was not lasting more than ten seconds. I felt yeah. like I was just spawning. Yeah. And it's stupid. Like your characters, they've got like an ability. Literally diving through the map, running <laughs> up walls like a bloody ninja, and it just feels absolutely ridiculous. Like you, you don't last three seconds, and the maps are even smaller. You know, like you played Call of Duty with your friends and stuff, but you know you was playing on like an arcadey game. It wasn't the yeah. same as Halo, where you're getting vehicles and yeah. you're trying to last. As it's long just, as it's you just kind of like everybody's doing their own thing, but you're just chatting. Aren't yeah. You? yeah, yeah. And you, you knew you was gonna die when you was playing Call of Duty and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like you knew you were playing an arcadey game, but this it's just is ridiculous. Yeah. Like there is no enjoyment in it because you're just constantly dying all the time. It's like you just run into like a little sandbox, like a tiny little box room, and just shooting as many people as you can before they shoot you that is literally it yeah um, the one thing I wasn't keen on I played at a friend's house um, I don't like the fact that now when you pick a character it's like oh you're the character with a bow and arrow you're the character with like oh, really? slam these yeah. things into the ground <laughs> so oh you've got like five kills now you can use your character's ability yeah that, that seems like a MOBA to me <laughs> like, and the thing is with these two games that we just spoke about is like if something's not broken well, I think yeah, don't, don't fix, fix it. That's true, yeah. Halo, Halo Two, Halo Three, and Halo Reach. Okay, Halo Reach they put in the little Spartan powers. Yeah, which, but, but that that was just enough to make it interesting. Yeah, but not enough to ruin it. Exactly, it was like a little tweak that just yeah. made it a little bit more exciting. Like if you had a ghost flying at you, you could do your yeah. armor lock and destroy the ghost. You're like, that's bad. That's, that's fine. You know, yeah. like it's little things like that. But then they tried to go too far. So Halo shouldn't be a fast game. Don't make it a fast game. No. 
Call of Duty is an arcadey fast game. People liked it because it was like that. They liked zombies as well. But don't try and make them faster. That's not what people so, yeah. want. It, was, it, it kind of hit its stride, I think. For me, like World of Wars is still my favourite. Yeah, I'd, I'd, and because it wasn't fast, you could like last three, four, five, yeah, uh, uh, minutes without like, dying. I'll admit that because like again, you get that, to a rhythm, you could do what you want. Like oh, I'm going to do a lot of tank spree now. Yeah, like that. That's I like. I used to love Call of Duty. I remember every year we used to like. I remember day one, like I'd buy it. Like yeah. I remember going to town for like you mm. and like you got me called Ford in your yeah, like, day. buying you. So I was at school. I don't know why you weren't. At school. I don't know why. <laughs> I, know, I, don't, I don't know why. But like I was like, right, I'm, I'll go get us copies of it so yeah. we can come back and play it that evening. I remember like we played that most of the night. Like mm. and now it's just like when a cod comes out, you just like, oh god, like really. Yeah, and I just remember like working through the ranks and then like trying out your new guns and picking a favorite gun and like like I say, you can actually get a kill spree with them and even last in a couple of minutes but you still know at some point you're probably going to die yeah, like that it's an arcade style game yeah but it, that's the whole point of COD you have loadouts and it's yeah. slightly fast paced but what they've turned it into it's like oh yeah we're going to make it even faster well no that's not what we want we want what we had before I don't have a problem like I hate the fact that they bring out a new one pretty much every year yeah, I think year. it's a complete shambles and a waste of money and they're just making a 10 minute campaign just to get people to spend 50 quid on the new multiplayer yeah. and yeah. then rinsing you out of map packs I mean that for me after 4 that's when it all kicked off yeah. that was bad enough but I still kept buying them anyway whereas now I just I don't, don't bother because yeah. I think it's well it's awful anyway yeah. like, like I say yeah. even trying to play Black Ops 2 I was dying fast and then Black Ops 3 I'm dying even faster and I'm like I'm not enjoying this. Even if I've got a positive KD and I'm like top of the scoreboard, it's not. I still finish again. I'm like, well, that was you know pretty disappointing. Yeah, I think we might. I might be back up to on, a, on like a. I think I forced you to buy. Yeah, I think like we went to the shop and it was just like it was like it was 20, 20, 20, 30 quid. Yeah, because like, we'll pick it up because we're gaming tonight. We played like a little match and we're just like, yeah, let's just put this down, and play something else. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, just, I don't know what it is. So like, Black Ops One was alright, but then I think the Black Ops Two and Three just weren't fun. No, not at all. Exactly, and like I say, if they'd have just kept the multiplayer, it's pretty much similar from four to kind of like, you know, mm. a couple of games past that. And even if they're just changing the guns and the perks and stuff slightly, yeah, it, it wouldn't have been so bad. And I probably might have even bought this one and yeah. still played it, even though I'd be a bit bitter, like, oh, I've bought another one again, I've got to spend <laughs> 50 quid. Yeah. I'd still go out, probably buy it, play it, and then get the next one. Because uh, that's what I did with most of them. I still complained, but I played them. Yeah. This one, pff, I ain't even bothered. I tried it. Yeah. Not N- that's it. it now for me. Unless they go backwards. Yeah. What What would make me buy one again? Is if they went back to like a nice World War shooting. I think they that's need a World re- War II. That's really like they kind of go back to it being simplified. And like, yeah. This was a conversation that was on like beyond. Well, the kill streak was like seven. That was it. Yeah, like that. Your top kill streak was like seven. But what they were saying is like going back to World War. You're going to really limit yourself on what guns you can have. So you're not going to have many variations. You can't put scopes and all this on them. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm fine with that. I, I want that. Like, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, because that that goes back to the whole simple, quick gameplay. Which is what any, all anybody really wants, but they were saying that like now that like you get all these like twelve to like sixteen year olds playing Call of Duty, they're literally just in there to sort of like abuse <laughs> the same team and just talk shit throughout yeah. the match, and they're so used to like this pick ten system and having hundreds of guns and all these very attachments. So, like, if they did that, is it going to appeal to like the now new COD audience? Mm. 
Like, is, yeah, it's the problem. I don't. I can't see a thirteen-year-old wanting to play World War Two. No, because like if they put like COD three or f- two in, they yeah. would hate it. Because like, do you remember? Like, we grew up on like PlayStation One playing stuff like Medal of Honor. Yeah. So when we then got to play multiplayer, a good-looking version of that, yeah. you were like, shit, yeah, this is great. Then I remember when they announced Call of Duty Four. You were like, shit, like, are they actually going to go to, like future? Mm. Another, or they did. And I don't, I don't see if it's possible for them to go back now. But yeah, that's, that's what a lot of the old COD fans want. I feel. Yeah, and I feel like for me, number four we had the best balance, like trying to earn the the skins on your gun. But it didn't, there wasn't that was so when many you got attachments. Going to last, that was so sad. Yeah, mm. like the fact you can have was it two attachments you can have yeah. on a gun, and that's it. And there wasn't like a ridiculous amount, and there wasn't like a thousand million guns that are yeah. all slightly different in damage or rapid fire or you know yeah. what I mean it was like that, that they're balance. all real guns like, yeah. I don't even know if half the guns in black no, are real they're not they're not like, they're just, no, they're just like future, then the names are so far fetched you wouldn't even know them like, yeah. like you know like when you go into COD 4 you pick your AK-47 because it's a slow firing hard hitting gun whereas an M6 well, yeah. well the M16 would be like you know like, yeah. if you want if you want yeah, like a standard Standard nice gun that you know you can probably pretty well pick your M16. Like I used to always have the M4. I think you like the fan mask, didn't you? Yeah, I like the fan mask because I'm a Metal Gear fanboy, and it was yeah. like unleash your clip as quick as possible, <laughs> and that's that. Like so rapid fire. That's what I mean. Like, if you can name your guns, but now you're like yeah. you've got oh you've got your AK four two nine seven D plus, <laughs> and you're like oh I've got my pick ten, so I don't actually have a sidearm. Or any perks, my gun's got four scopes and two handles and a grenade launcher. <laughs> it's like, this is just a bit much. I understand you've kind of got to innovate on the system, and you can't just be like, oh yeah, now we've got another game where everything's still as simple. You, of course, you've got to innovate. Like, they're not. But that's really... what I'm saying, though. They don't have to do a new one every year. Yeah, of course. But like, the th- the thing I understand now, I've lost. They've acquired three different studios now, so like, the dev the dev cycle for, for the game is longer than it's ever been now. Mm. It's like three years now. It's now they're on three-year dev cycles. So obviously they used to be on two-year dev cycles. They're now on three-year dev cycles. They've got more than enough time to do it. But like, just but even if you bumped them up to four-year dev cycles, just had a year between them. That's it. That Every two years would be fine. Yeah. And the problem is like, obviously, Quadrant just came out in like November, didn't it? November is its That's launch month, isn't it? Yeah. Like I think the first DLC is just coming out, which means like you played okay base game three months. Fair enough. Then you've got some more maps. So that means you've still got two two or three more map packs before the next game. So that means you're probably still buying a map pack the month before the next one's out. Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No. I just, I think I'm a little bit bitter about gaming in general. And these, like, these games, the main ones when we were growing up, like, playing them, are, like, the main examples of how commercialised they've come. And it's all about just money now. Yeah. Do you yeah. not feel like, when we was younger, like, like I say, okay, so we talk about... Halo 3 or Modern Warfare like if you got a map pad everyone bought it it was a yeah. big deal mm. but they put a lot of time and effort into it and it would be awesome it was exciting you're, like, like, like when Halo, the new match drops like, yeah. the thing is like when the new match used to drop it you'd be like right you're getting four maps you're getting like these guns mm. like potentially sometimes like these vehicles and you'd be like yeah shit like that that's like a big thing yeah but I'm pretty sure there was like new vehicles like the Halo and map packs and stuff mm-hmm. but now it just seems like 
Game's out. We'll not even announce what maps they are. Buy the season pass. They've done the maps. They've done the maps before the games come out. Probably. They know exactly. They go, right, we'll main, remake. Uh, we'll do one map that's probably like remakes of old maps that they yeah. used to like to appeal to the older gamers that played the old ones. I think like a pre-order, blah, blah, blah. Like a pre-order intent. It's like pre-order back up free and you'll get the new yeah. Nuke Town. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. whoa, we didn't even have to design that. Just like it's a new asset, so it's really done. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. Uh, that I think that is why like this topic for me is like I could talk all day about it yeah, because yeah. it is so true. Like, like, like what we're saying about Halo, the the card packs, it's the same as FIFA. Like, think of a game that's new that comes out now where you can't buy your way through the game. Yeah, yeah even the hardcore like MMOs, say like what I used to play. Wow, twenty four seven. I'm pretty sure you can buy like booster rank. You this. can buy a level, a max level now. Which for me, <laughs> it's is a waste of time. What's the absolutely the disgusting because that's all the fun of the as game. As an yeah, as a like, like you know, when I started playing it when I was younger, I didn't care that it used to take me a whole week to grind a level, because I was a bit of a noob. I didn't really know the game that well, and like that that was the game. That's, That's the whole funny. point of the game. Whereas now, someone can go, oh, you know that game you play? Well, I was thinking of joining. I got a free level hundred. I'm thinking, no, screw that. It took me a whole year to get to max level yeah, playing I, it, and I all. feel like. You kind of earned it at that point. Yeah, like, and it felt prestigious. <laughs> yeah. And now every Tom Dick and Harry is like just subscribing to WoW, getting, getting a level 100 and just like waltzing into <laughs> what I used to consider hardcore raiding because yeah. it had to mean you played yeah. every week yeah. and you had to turn I, I, up to I, raids on time. I also feel like with that, like if you've earned your level 100, you've earned your, your almost right to be going into something as hard as a raid. Yeah, and like, that's... I, I used to accept the fact that I'd probably never be a hardcore raider because I didn't have the time to schedule in two raids a week and turn up on time and grind the gear and know my class. Like There was a specific rotation for your yeah. class that you used to have to use and there was like hundreds of abilities. But I was okay with that. That's why I played the game because I loved that concept yeah, yeah. of like how big the game was and all these different people and bloody bloody blah, blah. Whereas now, I, I'm not joking, I could literally like... We could go on a PC now, subscribe you, get you a level 120 minutes, and then you could be raiding with uh, like a semi-decent guild next week, which destroys the whole concept yeah. of the game. And it's the same with these even smaller kind of shoot 'em ups and stuff. Like yeah, I really on the like flip side though, like if the, if they hadn't implemented that, with the way subscriptions have been dropping off, no, yeah. you feel potentially you'd be on your own. Mm. There wouldn't be that I don't many. think so though. I don't, I don't I think the reason why subscriptions do go are going down on WoW personally is because the old hardcore people are getting bored. Right. Because they take so long to do an expansion, but because they've made the game base so fast, you like yeah. me, I resubscribed last time, which is last year when I went back to the game, and I was raiding with the guild after a week of playing and in the original WoW, it would have took, I'm talking months, of organising dungeons to get the right gear to get into yeah. the raid, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. And that's what it is. Like, So I was getting bored already. I'm like, right, okay, I've been back for a week. I'm already at the standard to raid. So now all I have to do is wait every week for that raid just to get better gear. Whereas before, there was all stuff you could do in between. So all the hardcore yeah. players, or even, even like the casual players always had something to do that's the whole point of WoW because it was so big yeah. now there's none of that there's just daily grinding quests and just waiting for your raid and I think that is why the subscribers are going down so they need to like obviously there's a new expansion coming out this year and the film oh yeah Legion. like I think what they're releasing the film then the expansion's coming out Yeah. so they're doing that on purpose to bring the subscribers back but I think all these games need to wake up a little bit and stop 
using money as but I don't think they will. No, no, I don't think they will. I think I think the problem is games well, I'm not saying the studios making the games don't give a fuck, like of course like the developer that Shift Sean and the Call of Duty team like loves his job and like he's putting everything he can into it. But it's the management that are just like really like just like yeah, we don't, we don't give a fuck like we just want money like they they ain't playing the games they don't they don't give a fuck they look at Call of Duty and like they top they fucking top the sales charts every single year they're raking it in mm. so if us three now like went and made the next Halo game and we put all our hearts and souls into it and the guys would go yeah but is this gonna make more money than the last one you say well probably not straight away no but in like a year's time people will still be playing it. You can invest more time into map packs, blah blah blah, and they go, "Nah, get lost. We can get another Halo out by then." Yeah, and that's what it's all about these days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and I feel like it's rare that you get a studio from somebody like Naughty Dog who will invest years of time. Like when The Last of Us came out on PS3, we're now like two, three years into the life cycle of the PS4, and we're just a couple of months away from the, the Uncharted Four. Like that's what goes me more. Than, like I've gone to more of a single player game now. Like that's what I've done. Like, I don't really play multiplayer anymore. Like mm. I'm really looking forward to playing stuff like Firewatch and The Witness and like, Uncharted Four. All these single player games, just because it's like you know that like with a single player game you can't be right. Some of the CEOs probably not been like right. Let's con them out of some money here. Like yeah. you know, like you're going in, you're going to play that game for so many hours. Like you know the witness is like a four or five hour not enough not the witness firewatch is like a four or five hour game fifteen dollars whatever nobody cares like there's your game like they're not they're not trying to be like trying to buy a season pass like my problem with battlefront i was like yeah i'll buy the battlefront season pass they didn't tell me what was in it no <laughs> and recently, again they probably knew what they was going to release well yeah the problem when is, you bought that pack yeah. which is for me that's appalling like, so as soon as everybody started moaning about it they're like oh okay don't, don't worry Here, here's what we're doing in the first row we don't know what we're doing in the fourth one yet though right fair enough your fourth one might be something like Rogue One but they, they don't why couldn't you just have said that why couldn't you say it from the start like, yeah. and like it's obvious that they're kind of keeping stuff back because like, you want to play in the Death Star oh you've got to play that like in our third map pack which is coming out next Christmas yeah. And yeah, I mean, I probably will get that. Oh yeah, pass eventually. But yeah, I've not bought it until I know what I'm getting. No, that's what I mean. Probably. Like I, th- this whole thing of the fact that like probably six months before Battlefront came out, you could pre-order Star Wars Battlefront with the expansion pack. You could put your like like sixty seventy quid down, and you'd be like, right, I'm I'm getting my like Death Star pack in eighteen months, <laughs> and you've already paid for it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I I don't like this whole. Like I think season passes aren't wrong, but it depends on how they, how they yeah, it depends it. how they handle it really. Like, and, like I bought the um, Fallout Four season pass. Yeah. I still don't know what I'm getting for my money. Still, you, but you I got, know it's going to be good. Yeah, because it's coming from Bethesda. I think it's coming from the right studios. Yeah, they, like, you can't fault Bethesda with their games because you know, like, yeah. look at the Elder Scroll games. How much stuff there is to do in those. Yeah. Like, I went to play it um, a few weeks ago. And it was like, oh, I'll just do a quick side mission. And I was playing it for three hours yeah. doing a side mission. And I'm like, yeah. if you, you know what I mean? If you went on any of the kind of style games, I'll oh, just do like quick side mission. You'll be done in five minutes yeah. and that's yeah. it. But you, that's what I mean. You cannot fault them. Yeah, and I, and I think so the further we're going to go into this seat, like I know season passes have been people moaning about them for ages. But I think like I think they're still quite young almost in terms of where they are in oh, game. Yeah. I think... The it more exist like three years ago. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think the further we go into it, like the further we see like how Activision handles them and EA handles them, you're gonna start to see theirs drop off and people like Bethesda games, you're gonna see them sort of rise because like you know Bethesda's gonna do something good. 
but you probably know that EA is probably going to half-ass it. Mm. Yeah, and then just going to do it, like I say, for the money. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. But, um, no, I think we've been going on that topic for quite a while now, but yeah. I think it's like, I think they're all valid points. Like, and I know we're all pretty much in agreement with these sort of games that shouldn't be going down, really. Mm. Just one last thing, though, because yeah, yeah. we didn't really touch on Battlefront. Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about it, and I don't think it's a, a bad game, but I, like what we say, it's not the we're game saying we before we, you know, no, start recording. It's not what we wanted it to be. Like we were saying, so was it? You got about say like the original Battlefield, like Bad Company, maybe is yeah, a good yeah. example yeah. of a big scale, yeah, you know, all out, fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying, right? So you've got massive these big maps. scale, massive maps. Huge. That's why you played that game, mm, yeah. right? Because that's what you wanted. You wanted to get a squad together you could all spawn on each other and help each other out and you've got these different roles awesome love yeah. it then you've got the actual Battlefront games that we used to play when we was younger you know like we were saying uh, so you've got your space battles and there's these games you know when you start playing it's not like oh we'll play a quick game of Battlefront it's going to take an hour yeah. to do this you know and we've got all these different points around the map and we've got to go do this and I feel like they didn't know what they were going to do with it and they've gone arcadey again yeah. do, you, do you see what I mean I don't know it's a shame Battlefront 3 the original one was cancelled because I think that would have been perfect yeah. I think that would have been really good yeah definitely that's what I mean like even like the fir- for me Battlefront 1 the first one that's the kind of style I think they should have gone with yeah maybe with a bit of Battlefield in there with the whole big scale thing yeah I do but Battlefront 1 was big scale anyway wasn't it yeah Just, I I like we again, this is on a similar vein. Like we discussed it before, like Battlefront, kind of went. We can't be bat- like a reskin Battlefield. Well, we can't do that because then everybody's gonna bitch at us. So they tried to do something different, but they went to the point where it's not different enough. Yeah. But it's not similar enough. It's kind of in that weird vein where it's like it's not Battlefield, so it's we, n- but it's not not Battlefield. But I, you know, when they did that initial announcement yeah I think it was like it just came up with Battlefront and the 8080 foot came down didn't it yeah I remember thinking when I watched that this is going to be so awesome because it's going to be Battlefield reskinned as Battlefront I love it we would have been happy with just reskinned Battlefront we were were literally playing it probably like two three weeks ago and we were just sat there going yeah, I'd have preferred this just to be Battlefield, but look like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. just like, to know there's an eighty eighty sat there waiting for anyone to jump in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like I feel that's the problem. Like these, ma- like, the maps are big. Like, like the bloody uh, half half map, mm. half map. It's freaking huge. Like, there's so much. Like, I don't think the level, the actual map like, design's very good for the half map. No, but the, the like the half map. Like, we we were trying to do something the other day. We were trying to get a, like a snow speeder pickup. And you try and walk over to it, and because it's literally like these trenches that aren't even high enough to cover you, and you're like, yeah. oh, there's the thing. So you jump over to it, but you come in jumping over to it. You got the Tie Fighters, which are strafing over a piece of ground that literally has no cover. You got the a- the AT eighty that when someone pilots it can literally shoot you from across the map. Yeah. You've got the Bully Walkers, which you have no defence against. The enemy team can jump in any turret, so they can literally be behind you and bring yeah. you to the side of you. It's just like it would have been better if they were two main bases either side, like in Battlefield. Yeah, and like you got in a vehicle and you went forward. Yeah, I don't like. I think there's. Like, I love the game. Like it's my go-to multiplayer, but it's just not it's what not we wanted. wanted. Like and that, that's what's really disappointing because when we first heard they're, they're bringing back Battlefield, you're like, "Fuck yes!" And it's just not what anybody wanted. I don't yeah. think. Like especially because it was dice. We thought, "Yes, they're gonna fucking nail it." Yeah, and like yeah. I feel, I feel that 
no matter what, how much you love that game, no matter how much like the most hardcore Battlefront fan does not want the game that came out. Yeah, like they're happy they've got it. I'm, I'm it super, I'm super happy I got it. It's beautiful. Yeah, sound effects incredible. But it's not what I wanted. No, it's no. like, and thinking back to when we used to play Battlefront, like you remember, there's that video of like you're on the ground and I come in, don't I, with a, a jet. And I'm like bombing people and stuff, and then I just like accidentally like lose control and fly into a building. Yeah, and it was things like that. I was thinking I get to do that bit in a Star Wars universe, so I'm going to be doing that in like a Tie Interceptor, and like yeah. Pietro's going to be on the ground like a Stormtrooper, and you know I was thinking all these scenarios in my head, but like Star Wars, but yeah. Battlefield. And the, 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 I think the biggest thing that's pissed me off about this game is it's gone because well, this this is Star Wars. Let's appeal to fucking everybody. So there's there's literally nine out of the ten of the weapons in that game are like. Don't worry, you can lock on with this. You, yeah. you, you can. Just, doesn't matter your skill level. You'll get some kills. Yeah. Like, I mean, times, times have I been. Like Han Solo's blaster had like <laughs> a lock on. Like, yeah, well, Han, Han Solo's blaster could lock on and kill a Tie Fighter. I've done it. You could. <laughs> well, like, they've reduced that now, but like the fact that his thing could do that. And, like, how many times have I like been running along? And all a grenade. A grenade comes over a wall and explodes mid air because the blast radius is so big. 100% health to nothing and whilst the grenade's in mid-air no prior warning to that and like oh you're across the map don't worry someone can lock constantly on constantly you're like, just hearing the lock on yes like, like if, who's locking on like there? infantry turrets you put them on the floor they lock on and you're like they lock on from a mile away yeah yeah. It's, there's just it's just like oh that's just appeal to fucking everybody and, yeah. and the whole sp- <laughs> like uh, not space combat but you know um, like no, dog fighting uh, yeah, no like, even just on a normal yeah so on a normal map when you're you can come in and yeah. shoot yeah that is awful. I think like, personally that is awful because I come in, one time I came in and it was doing the little cinematic thing and as soon as it came out of that I was on like two health. Yeah, <laughs> dead. it's true because like, because like you literally, because you, 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 you spawn out of literally nowhere, yeah. you, you just appear and where you appear from is within the battlefield so like people can literally fly behind you then appear behind you as you're spawning. I've done it, like, I admit I do that because like, when you're in a match and you're like, controlling the air, you're like, when you're in the air and it's like, because there's only normally like two people at once in the air. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Nobody on the ground has anything that can hurt you apart from like the ATSDs, which there's normally one at a time, but they're normally not about. So when you've killed, they're not focusing on the vehicle. Like no. So I, I'm just like you're flying around. You're like, oh, I could try and shoot the floor, but you're probably not going to get anything because they're all indoors. Yep. So you just end up flying around. And going, oh look, someone's born, let's go get them. And you get yeah. them and you're back to flying around. And that is it. And <laughs> you probably last the maximum 30 seconds in it. <laughs> so even if you do manage to get the upper hand and kill someone else, there'll always be another guy spawning in who's about to kill you. So Yeah, yeah definitely. But, right, I think we should wrap the topic up there. We did have another topic, but I think we're running a bit long today. We've gone hell of a long, usual, than we usually would. So what was the topic? We were going to talk about Star Wars Episode 7 and I thought tonight, because oh, we were going to do it a while back, but we're, run, we're at 50 at the moment. So we, we usually cut around 30, so... I think we'll cut it there because I, I, I didn't. We didn't. I didn't predict that topic. I think we can have a longer one. We can go for a longer one. Do you want to? Do you want to do it? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. We're we'll just agreeing. doing like ten minutes. Yeah, it's fine. So episode seven. This is the movie section of the topic because we said we we're going to start doing movie sections of the topic sort this, of around the time Ant Man came out. This is my forte. Yeah. Yeah. So episode seven. Thoughts on initial Spoiler thoughts. alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but like if you've not seen it by now. Just expect it. Just the only it. people that don't like have an excuse for this section, spoilers wise, is if they were born yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so if if you're a fan of Star Wars, you'll have seen it. So don't worry about it. So Star Wars, I thought it was fucking wicked. I love what Abrams has done to it. 
I've not really got many complaints. No, I think the film was okay. You know, kind of a big deal here. I got pretty emotional inside the cinema. I didn't cry. Okay, but I cried. You, you, but you still, have a, you have a tear. Have yeah, a tear. there was a little tear. I tried to be manly. Well, it's just tear. like, oh, my eyes are straining from these three D glasses. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was intense, and I loved the way they give a little nod back to the original kind of trilogy. I like. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to jump in here because this is the original trilogy. Thing. I hate the fact that everyone's like. Oh yeah, but all this film was was the first three films compacted into one film. But it wasn't. But it, it, yeah, wasn't. it wasn't. It, it was yeah. new. Okay, there's a, there's tiny little things like the Star Killer base. Right. But that is not a ridiculous concept. Okay. Of course, if you can build a weapon into a planet that can suck up a star and destroy other planets, it's a super weapon. That's but, like, but yeah, but I'm sorry. Everybody's moaning about that. I don't give a fuck. Like, everybody's like, <laughs> oh no, no, realistically, everybody's like. Oh yeah, but how did they get this? Because by the, in the, at the end of episode like three or six, whatever one you want to name it as, at the end of Jedi, everybody's like, oh, but they were they were losing. How the how the fuck have they built this planet? Well, I mean, it's, that's a valid point. Like, it's a it's, no, 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 it's, it's, it's a valid point. It's a valid point. You built into a planet, but realistically, who gives a fuck? It's a Star Wars. Oh yeah, film. yeah. I don't give a fuck. I just think <laughs> no, it's a valid point. It's, it's, th- like, it's only a thirty-year like time period. And yeah. you've built an entire planet. That's I think, a bit unrealistic. Unless you're a hardcore Star Wars, I think the people that have mo- the most problems with the films, like the new film, sorry, will be people that's not that massively into Star Wars. Mm. But like for me, it makes sense. Like I know as a Star Wars fan. There's this galaxy. Yeah. And technically, in Star Wars kind of lore, should mm. we say, like there is a part of the galaxy called the Unknown Regions. Yeah. So a lot of this is supposed to be they built everything in secret, the First right. Order. So they were like reclusive. Yeah. Now, they, they were known of, but they weren't like, they didn't know, you know, at the start of the film, there's a um, giant ship that basically eclipses a planet. Yeah, yeah. Now, that was built in secret. That's obviously what they've done with the Starkiller. Yeah, base, yeah. Right? They've found a desolate which, planet. Which I find of it, but that's what I mean. Like, people are like, moaning about these little things. I'm like, let's just not worry, because well, you know, when we first saw the Death Star, we blew one up. The next film, they had a new one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's not stress over these things. And, like, and that was bigger. Yeah, it was... It was and guess like, what now? We've got a planet-sized <laughs> one. Like, my only, my, my only problem with Starkiller in the film was it was like, Starkiller's here. Starkiller's gone. Yeah, that was yeah. that was my only problem with it. Like, I feel like that was too obvious, wasn't it? I feel like they shouldn't. I th- I think a better twist would have been if they couldn't destroy the base in the first or, film, or if they did something like Han Solo went in to take it out, died failing, and they had to retreat. Yeah, if they yeah. had to retreat, they would. It was it was another. It was tip, very typical of like we won. There's a big party at the end. Everybody's <laughs> cheering as the Millennium Falcon flies off. Yeah, yeah. it was very like. Okay, this is like the end of Jedi. Like, everybody's partying for them just blowing up a fucking planet. Yeah. But that that no, I I think if if people got you know if they read like the novels or something like that, like even the book based on the film, yeah, you'd learn so much more about yeah. it, and everything makes a lot more sense. Like even uh, another thing that people were talking about was the last scene, and said why didn't Kylo Ren like absolutely obliterate the other two? Yeah. You do realize he had like a massive gash in his leg, right? He'd just been shot. He'd in just the chest. yeah. He was like basically limping around half dead. So the fact they actually fended them off was pretty good actually. Yeah, like you know, like I, imagine you've gone into a war, someone just stabbed a knife into your leg, yeah. and then you've got to run around and like try and have a sword fight with but, someone. But I'm I'm sorry, I think there's like more to it than that because obviously like Ray's clearly got some experience in fighting because you see her on Jakku yeah. with her staff thing, whatever it is, and she's like fighting people off of that. And there's references to her potentially being Luke's kid and how Kylo Ren butchered. 
all the kids went in the training, yeah. but Ray was left on a planet. So it was Ray in training, but mind blanked by Luke to protect her. So when she picked up the lightsaber, she already knew how to use it. Mm. Like she picked it up pretty naturally. There's a lot of nods, isn't like there? She, like she, like there's a lot of like it's cl- it's clear that like she was not some random person. She just picked up a lightsaber and fought yeah. some guy. He, Kylo Ren hasn't finished his training. Look how pissed off he gets. Yeah. He gets pissed off and then loses control. So if he's pissed off and lost control, then trying to fight someone that probably knows what they're doing anyway, mm. chances are he's probably not just going to wipe the floor at them. I think people's argument as well is even Finn put up a fucking decent fight. But then, like I say, he was injured. Yeah, the fact that he's injured. But Finn, again, he's been in Stormtrooper combat training. Stormtroopers, like, you know, lightsabers. Yeah, but they've got, they use the vibro blades, don't they? Which mm-hmm. is what they use to fight off lightsabers that's true so because that, 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 yeah, like, when Finn went up against the stormtrooper that had the vibro blade straight up but yeah he put, up a, he, put, he put up a fairly good fight against the, the lightsaber it himself awesome. the, 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 literally the only reason that guy didn't take Finn down is because Solo shot him yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they know what they're doing so regardless of what people are saying it's like, it's, I think it's just because like, oh he's picked up a lightsaber if you pick up a lightsaber you must you need to know how to use the force so you can touch the thing mm-hmm. and I thought I thought the cast of like Ray and Finn were just fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, really brilliant. Like, really good. I, I can't, I can't believe it. anybody thought there was even like a remote part of the people that were like, "I'm not going to go see that film because Finn is black." Like, <laughs> that's shocking that people fuck, even fuck me. Like, that. he was perfect. He was they're wicked. For, perfect. For the they were wicked for that role. And like, I still think part of my favorite, like, obviously Kylo Ren gets a lot of like love because he's like, "Oh, he's the new villain." Like, mm. and I was like, "Is he going to be? Is he going to lift it up?" But he was fucking awesome. Yeah, like, absolutely love that character. I feel like Kylo Ren. Uh, as a character was everything that Anakin should have been yeah, in like the third film Yeah, because like... you didn't see that progression it felt like for me I love episode 3 it's the only one of the newer trilogy the prequels that, that I that liked I yeah yeah I would right? agree with that like yeah. 1 and 2 for me what waste of money okay you could have put <laughs> them into a 20 minute prelude before 3 but that's what I'm saying like with 3 with Anakin Skywalker his transition that was the one thing they didn't know, which was the whole point of yeah. the newer trilogy. Well, he was yeah. just getting pissed off over nothing, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he had one moment in two where he killed a bunch of sand people, then cried about it in his house. Yeah. And then episode three, he was like a, all the way through, is fine. Then he had this dream, and then like Palpatine's like, oh, blah, 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 you know, I can save her. And then yeah. that's it. He just goes from being this kind of slightly arrogant Jedi... Just being like a really miserable Sith within what? Yeah, whilst, a minute. Whilst I feel Ren's got a lot more to him. Like he's got more character. Like he's more frustrated like, and stuff. Well, I which think that's, is what I think that's the thing. Like, like when you say like he clearly wants to be Vader, and everyone's like, oh, he's probably more powerful than Vader. Well, he's not. He's like he doesn't know how to control what he's doing. Yeah, like, that's why he loses his shit. Like, and he's like he like cuts up screens and shit. And like <laughs> that's that's really cool because you're seeing that side of somebody that like can't control it. Like, yeah. when have you ever seen a Sith that's like? lost control of it like yeah. you, you don't like we all got cut out I feel like he didn't last five minutes I like, mean there's even a scene where he says I'm torn between the light yeah, again yeah. and stuff like this you know that that's what makes him such an interesting character as opposed to just having another another Sith with an apprentice who's also evil yeah I like the fact you've got some potential there like I think we all know something's going to happen yeah and I, I have heard somebody someone said to me is like why did they kill off Solo why didn't they kill off Leia because like it's still a parent, but I was like, yeah, but I wouldn't have the impact of like a son killing the father. And everyone loves Han Solo. Yeah, like if they like if they killed Leia, like I'm not what, saying what, everyone what, hates Leia. I'm yeah, just but, saying but, Solo's more. But like he's like he's the loved character of the films. Like plus, I I, I, I just I don't think... see Harrison Ford wanted out as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I just think like 
the entire arc of Ren is wicked. The only thing that I was so disappointed that we did not get to see is the Knights of Ren scene. Yeah. It was in the trailer where there was like him and his like his posse, if you want to say, like his gang of like the the Ren, because that's what that's as much as I know about the Ren thing. Like Kylo is like his title, and then Ren is the Knights of Ren. Mm. Yeah. So the one you saw in that trailer, there was like a whole bunch of them all holding different weapons and different masks. I was like, fuck that that scene's got to be like good. In fact, that we literally saw probably a second more in the actual film was like. I think, wow. yeah, the scene you actually see in the flashback is exactly the same one that you see in the trailer. Yeah. But I think apparently there was so much they wanted to do, it would have been like three or four hours long, Yeah. that they had to cut out. So I, I think they condensed it all. But I do think if we get like a Blu ray version, there'll be a oh, lot of there's those. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's no, going to no, be a lot appara- of stuff. Apparently, in they're going to be including deleted scenes. Oh, there's not a director's right. cut. Oh, there's not a director's cut. Not a director's cut, but you can watch That's deleted it. scenes. Because. I think there'll be a lot of Captain Phasma shit that was cut as well. To be yes, honest. I will. Yeah. I will say. I don't know if you two have heard about this. Do you remember, have you seen the Lego set? The uh, the first order snow speeder. No. Have you no. seen? It looks like the sort of World War One Normandy beach oh, really? things with like stormtroopers and a cannon on. And apparently there was a scene on Starkiller where there were, there were there was like a chase scene with like these snow speeders. But that was completely cut out. That's why. Yeah. That's why. There's oh, like, yeah, that's why there's that. Lego toys of it, but the scenes not in it. And I was like, shit, like. That would have been cool to see because you never, like, there's a little bit of stormtrooper action, but you never really see too much of them. Like yeah. at the start, you see them, and obviously at the fight at Maz Kanada's base, you see them. But outside of that, they're never really doing a lot. No. So that would have been like a cool thing. So like, my only problems with the film is like, oh, I would have liked more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think people would have a problem with sitting there for like two and a half or three hours. I mean, I, I sat through a Lord of the Rings film. And I don't not saying I don't like the Lord of the Rings, but for Star Wars, I think you'd you'd be you'd, even more willing to stay longer for yeah, it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Pe- people are going to see that film just because oh, it's in space. People are going there because they love Star Wars. Yeah. That's ninety yeah. percent of the base. Yeah, and I, I personally, I like we've said, like di- our directors cut of that film would have been wicked. Like nice, like three and a half hour, four hour cut yeah, of that film. Everything that should have been in there. Yeah, like I've been saying. Like we'll say is uh, I think we've said sort of a lot of things and. Like we are, like I say, we're running quite long, but I will say as a final thing on it, like Phasma was a real disappointment. Yeah, I wanted to be like the Boba Fett of this, and I just feel she was really disappointing. Like she said a couple of lines, but then when you think about this, is what I'm saying. We've got two more films. There's for me as a star- massive Star Wars fan. Well, we've got five more films. Well, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is, as a huge Star Wars nerd, yeah. this film has made so many loose ends. Like even now. After seeing the film, how long ago? You I'm still constantly watching videos and searching in it about the theories of who yeah. people are and stuff. Yeah, right? and, I, and I, that's amazing. That and done that. you've <laughs> got to remember, like in the original three films, we didn't even really see Boba Fett until Episode Five. Yeah, true. They didn't really do much before he, that. No. And all these new characters, you but know, they've still got a lot of time to sort of jump in, haven't they? Yeah, they've introduced a lot of new characters. I think. We'll see a lot more of them in the next two episodes, and they might even be longer or yeah, yeah. you know more condensed in different places. Whereas this one, I think they just wanted to get the story going and get everyone talking about it, which yeah. they've obviously done. Yeah, and another thing that I I'm really happy about, we've finally got a Star Wars one that doesn't look like crap. Mm. I'm not saying the originals mm. look bad, but they like well you look at them now they're clearly dated. Everything's yeah. And this one, like everything, just looks fucking wicked. Like, that, awesome. The shot of when Kylo Ren holds the uh, blaster in midair mm. and just sits there like twitching and shit. 
Like it's, I'm just so glad we finally got a film that looks good rather than the shit CGI of like Phantom Menace. Yeah, and I actually found out right the guys when they were doing that film they wanted to find out like obviously you have like lasers in real life yeah. right and they actually didn't like experiments and stuff and they researched people's experiments on trying to freeze lasers yeah and they found out actually what it would look That's like to make that film as realistic as possible yeah which is insane no no so yeah that's pretty yeah I I feel like, like they've just done a fucking awesome job of it haven't they like what what we, we again we discussed this the other day like disney recorded like 2.9 billion in profit in this last quarter oh yeah they made it which is almost made back the investment like, it's four million the four billion yeah four yeah so yeah Wicked, I love that. Film. There's some um, petitions and that for fan for Disney to remake the prequels as really? well. Yeah. yeah, I don't like. Part of me would be like, yeah, go on, do it. But then part of me is like, they've been done. Leave them alone. Yeah, just leave them now. They, like we, they, they did it. It was so bad. Better, yeah, yeah like I think everything to do with like the trade embargo and Anakin's like rise, they could do a much better job of it. Hand that to Abrams and yeah, show us the rise of Anakin to Vader. He would probably do a fucking wicked job of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it was just one movie because he didn't really need five minutes. No, but like I'm happy for them to leave it, regardless of the stain on the franchise that I think they are. I know like you don't really have a problem with them too much. Like no. you admit they're not great films, but you you like them. Like yeah. I I rewatched them and I was like, as far as films go, these are alright, but as Star Wars films, they're not good. They could have been a lot better. I, like they like too much. And, like, That's what I yeah, 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 I I think they should awesome. have delved more into the whole Jedi side of things yeah. and Anakin more. Rather than investing a lot of it into like the wars and the stupid alien species and stuff, the politics. That's what really the plot. Yeah. yeah, which is the problem. One last thing yeah. is I really, really, and this for me is a big deal. You know this whole um, Snoke character. Yeah, Snoke Plagueis. Okay, I hope he is intrinsically like in the lore from the older films somewhere. Because we were talking about this whole Darth Plagueis theory, which yeah. we searched for, because we could talk another half an hour about that, right? But I hope he is connected in some way yeah. into the old films in a big way, because the one problem we're going to have is where the hell did they get this super powerful, like, Sith Lord character from? If he's not never been referenced. Yeah. Because yeah, it like, makes sense. If he, if he was Plagueis, he would have trained the Emperor. Yeah, and, and, he, Emperor and he had the influence to create life and influence life, so he could have pretended to die. Yeah. You know, all I this think, kind of... I think, like, I know we said last point, but I'm going to go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, the reference to um, Plagueis is he was a... I can't remember the alien species he was, but the reference to Plagueis' species of what, what he was doesn't reflect the viewing of him but that was in a novel which is yeah. non-canon yeah so that's what that. I mean there's all these things that not that mm. he could it, there is the potential in the film for him to turn out to be that if he's not I'm okay with that as long as it's as an long important as character that was some way linked in yeah. because in the novel in the actual official novel it does say he saw the rise and the fall of the Galactic Empire. Yeah. So, so he was alive before Palpatine. Now, yeah. for a random Sith Lord to be living through that... And, and just not really doing and a lot. <laughs> one, for Palpatine not to feel it in the Force, blah, 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 and not notice it, yeah, would be strange I th- enough. I, right? think, I think... Isn't like the lore of like Plagueis, like he planned what Palpatine was going to do, like how he... He, like he planned he that he was... He manipulated. Gonna, yeah, like he manipulated Palpatine, so he went through the ranks to get to the top of... The trade embargo to shut down certain stuff. So he, yeah. like Plagueis, was the one behind what Palpatine was doing. And he just took over kind of the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Then obviously when Palpatine research like, it, if anyone listening is interested, research it. It's like yeah. massive. Yeah, it is but, huge. Like me and my boss talk about it quite a lot because my boss is reading various like Plagueis books and stuff. yeah. And there was, there was stuff like 
in one of the Plagueis books, I know it's, we're going really off topic of Seven now, but Plagueis was like, apparently in one of the books he's got like a lab with all different, like various species in that he's testing midichlorians on to see mm. what effects they would have on them. So he's essentially got like a torture lab, <laughs> torturing various species to see what he can do with them. Yeah, and when you watch the film back as well, there's a lot of little um, nods yeah, to like, this kind like, of... Or there's audio cues as well. Yeah, and like when Kylo Ren mentions that um, Snoke... Uh, advised to have a clone army. Yeah. Where did we never actually know where the original clone army came from in the original film? Well, it was ordered. It was ordered by a Jedi that had died previously. Yeah, but that's what they tell you, yeah. right? But there's never any fixed confirmation because it's like, oh, well, he wouldn't have done that without the Jedi Council's consent. Blah yeah. blah blah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it could all tie in. Yeah. This could be a massive story arc going do. back to the first film, all the way through the others. That'd be amazing. For you know. Title, and like, where did who's Anakin's father? There's another theory saying that Snoke could have been oh. Plagueis, who could have influenced the life to create yeah. Anakin, causing the whole like yeah, I've timeline heard, I've in heard the first place. Like, so there's a, there's a lot they can if, do. I think he should be him. I think he really should be him. But if he's not him, it has to be someone else who's tied in. Yeah, who's like a big deal. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to talk yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'll no, be here all day. Yeah. No, I think I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Really. So, yeah, so that's Jordan, really. <laughs> well, I think we've introduced him well by having a very Star Wars-centric and Halo-like podcast. Yeah. So, like, I think, though the news has been quiet, I think we've gone good on that. And we wanted to get this Star Wars topic out of the way. Not out of the way, but like we've been meaning to do it. And I think having Jordan in on it is very insightful. Cause... I'll just let you two get on with it. <laughs> right, see you later. <laughs> but, yeah, so Jordan's going to be with us from now on, then. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're here. Very good. Yeah, uh, yeah, boy. We, we all are. So hopefully we can get some more regular content coming out. Um, I, I'm going to pimp. We're gonna, I'm, I've written an article about the witness that we're going to. I didn't want to talk about it in the podcast. I was like, if we talk about the podcast, nobody's going to read it. Uh, that's going to be in relation to is it okay to get help in the witness in its puzzles? So that's all I'm going to say about it. So if you want to go follow us on Twitter, we're supernova underscore GB. I've made sure I've checked that. Uh, we're literally everywhere now. I've created Twitch accounts, YouTube accounts, Facebook accounts. So go like us on everything, subscribe to us, review us on iTunes, everything. Uh, if you want to follow us on personal accounts, I'm at Mr. Underscore Luke. You do? At Bourbonsors. I'm at Pietro D'Amelio. Oh, you've changed it. I changed didn't know you should change it, because I yeah. searched for you the other day and said, oh, he's totally changed it. So yeah, if you want to follow us on personal accounts, do that. Follow us on, obviously, our primary accounts. Um, I want to say we're going to start thinking about E3 plans soon, mm. but that's still like two or three months away. Mm. I think a lot of exciting things could happen. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. We've been talking a lot, haven't we, today? So yeah, there's a lot. A lot's going to happen this year. Hopefully, what we can do. So yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks' time. Peace out. Bye.